Fluent NYC presents the Be Fluent podcast, hosted by Marcia and Zina. We are back. Uh, this is episode 17 of the Be Fluent podcast. I'm Masha. And I'm Sina. And this episode, we are going to be talking about starting your own business. Again, I think we've been here before, but this time, we're going to be emphasizing a uh, skincare type of business. Is that right? Yeah, uh, we're going to be talking to the wonderful Keisha Witter, and she started uh, a skincare company called Emollient, um, and she has all these really awesome body butters that smell really nice. Um, Before we dive into her product line and all that, uh, how do you know Keisha? Tell us a little bit about her. Well, I met Keisha about 10 years ago, I want to say, um, at a family event, and I think, uh, yeah, we've known each other for a while, and I'm always kind of impressed by her in terms of, like, fashion, and, and like, she's got all these talents, you know, so nice. it's nice to see one of them come into fruition, you know. Yeah, and it's, it's an interesting story. It all happened during the coronavirus so you know i think a lot of people viewed it as a negative time and like they were cooped up and you know didn't have the freedom to do what they wanted or whatever but on the other hand some people really use the time to shine and kind of find themselves and and you know devote themselves to something huh? i thought that was kind of a nice story yeah it's really nice and it's uh it was really nice to kind of get to know her story and learn a little bit more about how she started uh, Emollient. Yeah. Um, well, so obviously this episode, we're not going to cut straight to the interview itself because we have to prepare you listeners for it. Uh, we got a lot of vo- vocabulary on deck here, huh? Yeah. Well, the usual 10, right? Yeah, well, you know, just 10, but, you know, a lot nonetheless. Before we dig in, of course, um, as always... With every vocabulary word, you're going to hear this sound effect, and that's going to trigger, you know, that's going to tell you that this is a new word, and then you can hear the definition from us. We're going to go through, um, you know, definition and usage and all these things as as usual. But so, let's begin, Masha. Number one, we have some fun ones this week. Sure. Um, So the first one is high end. High end. I'll let you begin. Ladies first. Um, so, high-end just means kind of fancy, a little bit expensive. So there are a lot of high-end stores on Fifth Avenue or Madison Avenue. Sure, or then you have like a high-end line, right? So you have some companies offer a line that's like not high-end and then and then a high-end line, right? It's like low-end? Or... Well, just they have like their, their sort of normal line and then they have the yeah, high-end yeah. line, right? Uh, but so yeah, fancier, more expensive, more sort of prestigious. Um, the next one is kind of a phrase, and they these two words have to go together in this, in this order. Um, so the phrase is trial and error. Trial and error. Um, so I guess what is that? Is that a? It's just like through test. It just means like. No, I mean, is it a noun? It's, it's, it's an expression, obviously. Mm-hmm. Sort of idiomatic expression. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> so doing something trial and error, or it, it just means to you know, not necessarily do it with a strong plan, but just to sort of try things out and see what works, right? Is that accurate? Yeah, like, uh, you know, you try something, and if it fails, you try again. So you kind of learn that way, and, well, so for example, like, children learn to use computers uh, by trial and error, I think. Like, they test things out. Probably most of our parents did, too. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, no, no offense, older folks. Or, like, um, we, we found... You know, we found the perfect recipe. By trial and error. By trial and error. It's like yeah. through testing. Yeah, trying something out, making... Yeah, it's like willing to make mistakes, right? Uh, um, what's next? So the next one is wearable. This one's yours. Well, wear means to kind of put something on your body. And then able or able... Means you, you can. can right? So, in what context do you do you remember what context it was used in the interview? I think she was saying that the cream is wearable. It's like it's not like it it it's not so sticky or. So it's not like something you would do like at home, in private, right? Yeah, I think that you can go out with it. You 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 wouldn't look like um. Like you had butter on your face, you know. It's. It's kind of like you know it. Absorbs well, I think she's trying to say. Yeah, so you can go outside with it. You know, if something it's is wearable. wearable, it's you can you can wear it outside, I guess, in public. Yep. Can you um, think of another example? Like, what, what what would what would be another usage of wearable? Can you think of something else that's wearable? I think like if you have some clothing that might have holes in it or that's old. And, you know, maybe someone says, hey, you should give that away. And then maybe the other person might say, well, no, no, it's wearable. I can still wear it. Another example I can think of would be like, um, I'm a big soccer fan, football, uh, international football fan. Uh, And so people typically buy a lot of gear from their favorite team. So some of it is more like sporty, um, you know, like, you'd really only wear it, like, playing a game. And then some of it is more, you'd say, wearable, right? Like, you could kind of like, wear it outside, and it's not too, you know, over the top, not too about sports or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think that's enough on wearable. What's next? Um, so this is kind of an expression that we use when we're speaking, so to speak. So to speak. So to speak, uh, it's it's another way of saying, as they say, um, as someone would say, or you know, it's it's like usually after you use an expression that's kind of you know people probably know it, but it could be kind of old-fashioned, right? You'd say as they say, so like um, you know, we've got to get all of our ducks in a row, as they say. And like ducks in a row means getting everything organized and like systematic, but you know, it's, it's as they say, is it like a way of kind of indicating that it's a bit of an older, 
old-fashioned expression, I guess. <laughs> it's kind of a weird, you know. You don't you hear it a lot, but at the same time, like it, it's 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 not that meaningful, perhaps. Yeah. All right. So um, the next word is to launch, and that just means to kind of to start or. Well, and, and the, the to send. The literal definition of to launch is like to launch a rocket, right? Uh, which means to propel it upwards into space or something. But uh, in this case, it's more of a figurative meaning, right? Idiomatic. Yeah, I think so. Business um, English? So what does it mean? Well, usually we say to launch a business. Um, Your website. To launch a website is to kind of start it, to begin it, I think. Yeah, but but even... More than just to begin, it's like to announce it, right? It's like the... To st- to, yeah. Because <coughs> like, like when you launch a company, you kind of start it, no? You've done all the background like stuff, but that's when you actually like tell the public to come check it out, or right? It's, it's like more of a public event. Uh, you're thinking about a launch, right? To launch something is the verb of, of a launch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the next one is As Simple As It Seems. It's yours? yours? Again. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, when we use as, as, we're comparing something. And I think a, a very common set is as simple as it seems. It's not as simple as it seems. So that means, like, so when you're watching someone bake a cake or cook something, it might look easy, but maybe it's really actually difficult. So we say it's not as simple as it seems. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, what's next? Um, to get where we are. Like to get where somebody is. It took us a long time to get where we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's an interesting sort of expression, sort of idiomatic expression. Um, like, for example, I'll use the Knicks, the New York Knicks, as a very kind of good example of this. Um, they've only very recently become, I don't even know if you can say good, but they're very competitive. They, they, they win as many games as they lose. They're tough. Uh, but they they spent like years, maybe 15, <laughs> 15 years losing a lot. Because they, it took the Knicks a long time to get where they are. Uh, but now we're, we're hopefully going to be back in the playoffs. I think that's a good example. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a good example. Um, the next one is a distraction. A distraction. Um, a distraction is something that is distracting you or just so to distract uh, means you're trying to focus on something and it is taking your attention and it's something that probably should not be taking your attention so for example um, if the TV is on and our daughter is trying to do homework the TV is typically a fairly serious distraction yeah give a better example than that (laughs) no there are many distractions uh, when you're working from home. Oh, especially, yeah, the news is on, for example. News or, you know, there's like the kitchen. 
Snacks, yeah, sure. Lots of different things. Um, so that's nine. Okay, so the last one is to have a reaction to something. And that's usually um, usually negative. It's like to have an allergic reaction to something. Yeah, I mean, I think it's literally just... it's a, it's In this context, because we're talking about skin creams and stuff like that, it's a very shortened version of an allergic reaction. And typically when you have a reaction to a cream or to a perfume or a soap. It, you're talking about like a rash, some sort of uh, allergic skin reaction, right? Yeah, like it's, it affects your skin in some way. I mean, I guess, could you say like, if you have seasonal allergies, are you having a reaction to pollen? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's always, I think it's always like al- allergic, isn't it? It's always allergy related. So. Yeah, it's a very yeah, specific term in a sense. Say, well, you can say, I told her the news, and she had a negative a reaction. Negative yeah, but that's like reaction. a different, that's almost a very different meaning, isn't it? It's like a... Well, in context, yes. All right, well, those are our words. Um, we hope that you listen to um, the interview. Upcoming. Reviews, review the words. Get to know it. Um, take your time. Don't hesitate to pause and... Rewind and uh, furthermore, take note. You know, when you're listening to the episode next, um, hopefully not next week. It'll be sooner than that. But when you listen to the next episode, um, if you if you think of any other vocabulary words, please don't hesitate to reach out and ask us for for more definitions, uh, and we can we can say them uh, personally, or we can mention them in the next episode in the at the end or something but so yeah by all means uh, don't hesitate to ask us any questions how can they reach us Masha? well they can contact us at info at befluentnyc.com social media or at befluentnyc facebook instagram and twitter and at befluentpodcast as well you can find us more specifically there on twitter Uh, But beyond that, any parting words? That's it. Hope you enjoy it. And uh, go and check out Keisha's website, myemollient.com. Yeah, and I guess we'll give you more information about that in the next episode. uh, Or I guess after you guys hear what she has to say about her line of products. So stay tuned, folks. Be back next time. Bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you like this episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.